What the fuck is good, ladies and gentlemen? It is Rash in the goddamn morning. Now, we've come a long way. It is, uh, it's been a, this week makes the one year mark of when we started this podcast. You might be asking, if you're new to this, now that we've been a year in, what is this podcast about? I have no fucking idea. I guess I talk about sports. I guess that's the main basis of this. And then I go to other little couple other places. But you know what we do here. It's cowboy slander, it's giant slander, it's Packers all day. Run up or get done up. So let's say, well, let's get right into it. Uh, Starting with the NFL. NFL season is about one week away. And some players are still not at camp. And Antonio Brown is at camp, but is not playing. That That's a bit of a question mark. We got Melvin Gordon, who's holding out for a new contract, and there's no really no real word on what's going on there. But we do have one Ezekiel Elliott still holding out, and the Cowboys are they seem to be holding their cards right now. They just signed Jalen Smith to a long-term deal, not a max deal, but something nice. Dak Prescott has still not been paid. Negotiations are still going on. But we ain't here to talk about no goddamn negotiation. Let's talk about this season and how they're going to fall. Because we all know the Cowboys are going to fall apart. We, we know this. This is not... We know this. So how are they going to happen? To be fair, they got an easy schedule. Week 1, Cowboys. Week 2, Redskins. Week 3, Cowboys. Week 4, Saints. Week 5, Packers. Now, you could sit here and say y'all, could, y'all might be 4-1 or 5-1. and one. But if they fucking around and lose three of those games, it's going to be looking real spooky. Best case for them is if they find a way to get a deal with Zeke and have him play halfway through the season, his numbers will be off, but he'll be fresher for the playoffs. But they're going to have problems over themselves in the future. They got money in the O-line and money on the defense. And how are they going to pay all these people? And how are they going to beat the Eagles? So when you see, this is not last year. This is not, I don't know what you think this is. They're not going to, they have to get past the Eagles first. Cowboys got to get past Philly. Because I think Philly's going to win the division with like not really a problem. Worst coming to worst, they, hold on. Okay, we pause real quick. I don't know what I was talking about. Anyway, main point, I don't think Dallas makes it out. The only good thing they got going for them is that they have an easy schedule. And they have to play two rebuilding teams. Other than that, they're not going nowhere. Speaking of rebuilding teams, we have the Giants. They're going to probably start out with Eli Manning. Now, I know what you're thinking. This is a perfect time to slant the Giants. But, you know, as a rebuilding team, they're not really in a bad spot. They clearly can't compete right now for the playoffs. They're coming off of an old-ass quarterback, and they drafted their new quarterback. What's the issue here? There's no expectation expectation to win this year. So get a good draft pick for next year, and then you start rebuilding for the playoffs. Because then it's all money. You'll have your new quarterback. Get him to have a, get that offensive line established. Get a defense going. Giants will be alright in a couple years. This year, nothing. Redskins also with a new quarterback. Case Keenum, 
they can go up or down. Case Keenum might get them to a playoff fight, or he might stink up the place. It's very either or with him. And then you got Philly. I think Philly, there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of buzz around Philly because no one knows if the Eagles, if Carson Wentz is really the true quarterback. Let me tell you something. This guy, he's well to put in basic terms, he's with the shits. So Carson Wentz will lead the Eagles to probably a division title and then proceed to the playoffs. AFC East, every other team but the Patriots are going to try and do what? Beat the Patriots, which is not going to happen. This is why the Patriots have had an easy ride. They're pretty much guaranteed to go 5-1 and one every year for the past several years. Which will get them A, a division title, and B, likely a first-round bye, which is what, not a first-round bye, but a home-field advantage. That's what gets the Patriots to the Super Bowl every year. Having home-field and always winning the division. And it'll be more of the same. The Jets are becoming formidable, but it's not there yet. They'll give them a good fight, but they're not completely there yet. Sorry, I'm still coming back from a cold. We're going to come back strong, all right? AFC East is pretty much a wash. I mean, come on. Let's go to the AFC South for a moment. I'm going to talk about this. So, Andrew Luck had just retired over the weekend. Dude, not, no longer able to rehab, no longer able to play the game he loves. And it's very unfortunate as fans of competitors, we embrace them. So someone like Andrew Luck, we I always enjoy to watch because he's a good player and a good competitor. But the writing was on the wall. He was getting battered those few years, and he just now got a good offensive line. He was getting hit all those years. And you know who might turn into another Andrew Luck? Deshaun Watson. The Texans have to dedicate their time to getting a new offensive line for him. Or else the same thing will happen. The same thing will happen. A division just lost a key quarterback. This is your only chance to overtake it. You need to take it now. So now without Andrew Luck, you got Deshaun Watson, Marcus Mariota, and... Oh, Nick Foles. Okay, Nick Foles is legit. So, out with Andrew Luck. Now you got Nick Foles. And Nick Foles is what we all think he is. He might lead them to a playoff run as the division winners. NFC South, we got the Bucks, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. I think the Falcons are always a threat. I think they can easily have a bounce back year and win a bunch of games against the playoffs. The Saints will still be in the playoffs. They won't have as many wins because it's a lot to, those are a lot of wins to accumulate two years straight. They will still, they'll still be very good. Don't get me wrong. Panthers are also poised for a bounce back year with Cam Newton getting the proper surgery he needed for his shoulder. And now we're going to see. They started off 6-0 last year, but that's when they fell apart. If they can keep it consistent, the Panthers, Cam Newton could easily return to that 2015 year. Or at least almost there, which is still an all-pro level quarterback. And Jameis stands on his last legs. His last year... Uh, to see whether he ain't shit or not, basically. 
They got him a new coach, Bruce Arians. Let's see what he's about. He's got a star receiver, Mike Evans. It's time for Jay. We got. We need your fades, Jameis. We need your fades because this is the year we need it. Let's go out to the West. NFC West got the Rams, the 49ers, the Cardinals, and the. I'm drawing a blank here. I'm drawing a blank here. The Seahawks. Yeah, I doubt say the Seahawks. You you get the damn point. Look, Russell Wilson is always a threat. He has legitimized himself as a, a top tier elite quarterback. And with that, they have quietly a good team. So Seattle will always be a threat. LA, the LA Rams, I feel like are going to take a step back. I think they're going to take a step back this year. I just have I have a lack of belief in them to put it to put it in basic terms. The Cardinals, the same thing with with uh, Andrew Luck. They got to protect them because there's no point if that offensive line is notoriously bad. And they need a way to protect him if they want to even try and get this new Cliff Kingsbury offense going. So, not much to say about uh, Arizona. They're a big work in progress. So, we'll just have to find out. Uh, Jimmy G will be returning to the 49ers from a torn ACL. This is also a make or, kind of a make or break here for him, too. Uh... Everyone, cause most people consider him on a hot seat too, off getting that contract and getting hurt the first year. I think I think he'll play very. I think he'll play good. I think he has a slew of receivers in his wide receiving core. He has running backs. He has George Kittle, and if Nate Mullins can look like that in that offense, I think Jimmy G will be just fine. Coming back with the AFC West, got the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Broncos. Broncos will still have an elite pass rush. Uh, they have, I think they have a strategy going for them with uh, with a veteran quarterback, and then just keep putting into that defense. So Joe Flacco might surprise some people, or he might look super average. I think it's either one that Philip Lindsay's coming back for a second year. They have a good running game. Emmanuel Sanders. They got a, they got some guys coming back, but compared to the others, they look a bit weak. Okay, back to it. And then you got the Oakland Raiders who will beat a Las Las Vegas Raiders or yeah, Las Vegas Raiders in about a year or two. What John Gruden the jury's still out on John Gruden. It's still out on Derek Carr. And then with all that, you got A.B. Business booming. Young Helmet the God. For someone making all that noise about a helmet, his on-field performance better be amazing. And he won't have Ben Roethlisberger thrown to him no more. He's going to have Derek Carr. So I think we're going to find out real soon if he really gets along with Derek Hart or that offseason stuff was all BS. Stuff gets different when it's in front of a camera, dude. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <clears throat> rebuilding team. The defense looked nice in preseason. Which, I don't know how much that means, but we'll find out. I think they might be bottom of the division, if not the Broncos. I have more faith in the Broncos, at least. Then at the top of the division, you have the LA Chargers. 
coming off a strong year, but a disappointing offseason. Well, uh, postseason. Uh, Derwin James is going to be out for the first portion of the year with that foot surgery. Uh, coming off a crazy rookie year, he's a really good player that they're going to hurt without. Um, I still have faith in the Chargers, but can, can they get over that hump? I thought they would do it last year, and they, they really disappointed me. Jury's still out on kill, uh, kill. Don't sleep on Killer Phil, though. I ain't gonna say the jury's out on him because Killer Phil still got it. Then we have the reigning MVP, the top team from last year. Got Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't even. What was their? I don't even care what their record is. Look, they're gonna win a lot of games. That guy number 15 is excellent. Excellent. They still have great receivers. Travis Kelsey. Tyreek Hill. Sammy Watkins has in a way revived his career. And they still have a rebuilding defense. They still have good guys on their defense. They picked up Tyron Matthew. They still have Chris Jones. And you got to remember, they were extremely close to a Super Bowl a year back. I think the Chiefs are Chiefs are here to stay. I think they'll be top of the division easily. Then AFC North with the Browns, the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Bengals. I think you know who's going to be fourth. First three are a bit interesting though. Baker Mayfield, Cleveland Browns had a roster revamp over the offseason. So on paper, they look like they could easily win the division. Then you got the Ravens. They lost some people. They also picked up some free agents, too. They're they're trying to build a playoff team with second-year quarterback Lamar Jackson in his electrifying style of offense, style of play. At the end of the day, he's got to be able to throw. He's got to develop a good throw mid-short, all that. He's got to be able to have a good mid-ball in a deep ball, something decent, or else this ain't go- going nowhere, <clears throat> quite frankly. Then you got the Steelers, who I feel you can never count out, because it's just they have they have too good of a team to just completely fall off like that. So I definitely think they can they can run it. I definitely think it'll be fine. They have a they have a good team. I still have a good offensive line. You got to build your team around offensive lines. They never lost an offensive line. They lost Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. And now, if we look back, they look like they won the deal at least with Antonio Brown because he's a headache for the Raiders and he didn't even play a damn game. They gave him a contract extension and he's he's already a headache. I think it's. If someone said this division would be a three-way dogfight, I would say that's fair. I would give that advantage to the Steelers, actually, because they have the most experience. They lost some pieces, but they probably have cap space now. And I feel like if any team could turn things around in there, they would. What's going to happen if the Browns lose two, a two-game straight? That would be my argument. They've never been here. They've been losing for the past 10, 15 years. I don't even remember a time where they were good, and I've been watching football since I was 
basically a baby. Can't, I couldn't tell you the time they were good. And I don't mean just good individual players. I mean just good. Yeah, Peyton Hillis, Joe Hayden, Josh Gordon, who might smoke, smoke more weed than me, but hey. Joe Thomas. <clears throat> who, who else have they had? I mean, we don't know how... This is a new team, and we don't know how they're going to act. Speaking of X... I bring you to the final act of this podcast here. Because I know what you came here for. This NFC North talk. We're going to talk about this. So, let's see. Who do we have here? The, the Detroit Lions... Who I think will be last in division, but I think they'll have a surprisingly good defense. I think I trust Matt Patricia over there to have a good defense, and hopefully we can still beat them twice. Then between the Vikings and the Bears, well, yeah, for the other two spots, because the Packers are winning the winning of the division. I said that. You can put that little stamp on paper. I said it. The Vikings have a stacked team, but only won seven games last year. Something doesn't add up here. I don't know. If a stacked team like that only wins seven games, what am I to expect? Then you have Chicago, who kind of overperformed last year. I don't think they're going to perform at that same level. They're going to have to take a step back. I don't think. Can Tomato Bisque really win the big games for him? I don't believe it. If you leave it into number 52's hands, then yeah, I'd be afraid between the Vikings and the Bears. I think they'll go one and one. They'll probably beat each other once. But first place, I deem that the Green Bay Packers will win first place. The pack of cheese, the pack of tack, whatever you want to call it. We're going to win the division. Um, we're just a better team. We have the best quarterback in the league. Um, arguably, to be fair. Arguably. But... I just I, I feel good about the team. I like the new coach. I like the new direction he's heading in. I, I always like the run game. I always liked Aaron Jones running the ball. We have great receiver Devontae Adams is going to have another great year as an elite receiver. You got Marquez Valdez Scantling. Jake Kumaro is going to have a big year. You heard it here, Jake Kumaro, number sixteen. Uh, so will Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham will be used correctly, I feel like, a bit more this year, this time around. Uh, we invested in the O-line. Uh, defense, defense, we're getting, investing big money into Darius Smith, Pre- Preston Smith. Uh, still got Blake Martinez. Montrevious Adams has been making a lot of noise in training camp and preseason. Still got Dean Lowry, who we just re-signed. Kenny Clark, an elite defensive tackle. And second-year big guys, uh, Jair Alexander at corner. He's going to have a big year. Jair Alexander, he's going to establish himself as an elite corner in this league. Kevin King, the jury's out for him. This year is his make-or-break year. Number 20, the jury's out for you, pal. Sorry. He's been kind of sorry, but sometimes he shows flashes of good. But he's gotta, he's gotta show it. 
He's got to show it. Uh, Adrian Amos, uh, I really like him at safety. He's been my well, he's been my Madden fucking superstar player in Ultimate Team. He's amazing in Madden. So if he gives me just some of that in real life, we're good. I think he's going to be a great player. And Darnell Savage Jr., the rookie, starting at free safety, coming in, I think he's going to play very well too. So if you take nothing from this. I think you know my early Super Bowl prediction. Now, if you got your daily dose of football but still want to hear me and or my thoughts, you can check out on Amazon my two books, Storm Cry and Reign of the Fallen, my series of a fantasy, a fantasy fiction adventure story that is sure to rear some heads when I have something else come out with it. Because I feel like my two books, Stormcry and Reign of the Fallen, they're not just, you know, just books. It's a whole story, a whole world being established in those things. And with those things, it has its own derivatives. So something's in the works right now. And if you stay posted at Grandmaster Rash, where you can find me, and you might find out soon what that may be. Alright, if you went with the pack, you whack. It is August 29th. We'll be back soon with more football. This is Rash in the Morning. Fuck you. What's up, motherfuckers? I wasn't done yet. We back. It's about to be week one of the fucking season. This has been long awaited and now we are back I'm gonna bring y'all all 16 or however many games you already know how we do this is rational morning let's run through these real quick you already know okay back to our regular scheduled programming it'll be week one first off we got the Chiefs and the Jaguars at one o'clock that'll be Nick Foles versus Patrick Mahomes well both versus both the defenses uh, I think the Chiefs will actually have a run for their money because the Jaguars have a really good defense and Nick Foles is a legitimate quarterback. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll take the Jaguars in the upset. I'll take it. Jacksonville, 34-31. Fuck it. Falcons and Vikings at 1 o'clock. Matt Ryan is in for, I think he can easily have a bounce back year. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins got paid $100 million. Maybe he'll actually play like it. But in all fairness, the Vikings do have a really solid team, so they can bounce back too. I'll take the Falcons in this one. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I got the Falcons. Titans and Browns at 1 o'clock. The new-look Browns in their first play, their first real game play. Uh, I'll take Cleveland in this matchup. Uh, Well, now they're a stacked team playing against the Titans who are just trying to get out the division now without Andrew Luck. They got a lot of questions to answer on their own. I got the Browns, not high scoring. They score 24 at the most, 24-14, word up. Keeping it going, Bills and Jets. I like the Jets a lot more in this situation. Also, breaking news, LaShawn McCoy got cut today from the Buffalo Bills, so he is no longer a Buffalo Bill. Who wins? Who really wins that end of the deal? I say LaShawn McCoy. He's out of Buffalo. 
But I'll take the Jets in this matchup uh, with Le'Veon Bell and new look Jets with those new fresh ass jerseys. Those jerseys are fun. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like the the jerseys at first, but I took a long look at them. I said, Nah, these shits hard. The jerseys hard. You look good. You play good. You feel good. I, I I'll take New York. I'll take the Jets. Ravens and Dolphins. So we got a team trying to take the NFC North and uh, afterthought in the NFC East. I'll take Baltimore and Lamar Jackson. Keep it going. We got a slew of 1 o'clock games. We got the Redskins and the Eagles. The Redskins will probably be starting Case Keenum going into the season. And like I said before, it can either be a really high or a really low. We'll find out week one. Redskins still have AP. He's still a force. I'll take Philly, though. My NFC East division champion pick. Rams and Panthers. Hmm. Cam Newton's coming back from offseason shoulder surgery, and they're taking a, they're taking a look at a step in the right direction, adjusting some of his throwing motions. Maybe they'll adjust the offense a bit. I think... How should I put this? I think the writing's on the wall. He can't run as much. Cam Newton cannot be held to the standards of running as much. That's why they got guys like DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, who is a very good player, by the way. Doesn't get the credit he deserves because he's white. I said it. This is Rational Morning. I stand by that. White running backs matter. All right? He was white Kamar. He's white Alvin Kamar, and he got drafted before Kamar, but that's none of my business. Uh, we, we got off topic here. Uh, Panthers-Rams. I'll take an upset. I'll take the Panthers. I don't believe in the Rams. I like Aaron Donald. I don't believe in their secondary. I don't know anybody in their line, back and core. What is Todd Gurley's health? The last game I saw of Jared Goff, he scored three points. I I mean, am I crazy? I don't think so. I'll take the Panthers. Let's roll. Colts and Chargers. See, this would have been such a fire first game of the season with Andrew Luck and Philly Rivers. Killer Phil. But I'll take Jacoby Brissett. He's going to do his thing. Uh, the Chargers are a bit of an interesting position. They'll be without Derwin James, their second-year All-Pro safety. Close Chargers. I will take the Chargers in a safe pick. Uh, i say that's going in mid-20s. Bengals and Seahawks. Uh, I'll clearly take the Seahawks. They're clearly the better team, and I'll tell you why. It's not because of Russell Wilson. It's not because of the good running game, you know, good offense, not the good defense they're trying to put together. It's because they just got Jadavian Clowney from the Houston Texans. Yes, you heard me. Today, August 31st, 2019, the Seahawks acquired Jadavian Clowney for a third-round pick and two outside linebackers, I believe. Don't quote me on that. This is Rational Morning. We don't do facts here. But Jadavian Clowney is now a Seattle Seahawk. How will this play out to through the season? We will find out. Oh, sorry. Those last two games are 4 o'clock games. Then we have the Giants and Cowboys at 4.30. Ah, uh, Giants and Cowboys. The two teams I love slandering the most. Hmm. The big question mark around Dallas is, is Ezekiel Elliott playing? If I was a betting man, I would kind of be in a bit of a pickle because I don't know if he's playing or not, so I don't know who to bet. How was the spread affected by that? 
get gambling people Re reach out to me I, I, I want to know how that works but we got the Giants and the Cowboys now nah, I'll take Dallas Dallas is obviously going to win they have the better team but not the best running back in the league and the Giants are clearly rebuilding they still have Eli Manning and they don't have much else Let's just hope this season that Saquon Barkley doesn't get ran into the ground. I think we can all agree on that, that we just want to see a good player play. And not be on the field because, you know, of injury or a helmet issue or... Okay, moving on. Uh, 425, we got 49ers and Buccaneers. I'll take Jimmy G in his first game back from a torn ACL. Uh, the Buccaneers are too many question marks for my liking, and I don't like their jerseys, so that's what I'm going with. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, 49ers, they have a stacked team, honestly. They're stacked at running back. They got a but they have a deep receiving core. They have George Kittle, arguably the best tight end in the league. In a building defense, who do they keep drafting defensive players? They're trying to build something in that defense. I'll take San Francisco easily. Lions and Cardinals. This game just looks boring. Jeez, Lions and Cardinals. I'll take the Lions just because they're more experienced. Matt Stafford is an experienced quarterback, and Kyler Murray is a giant question mark. Or is he a very small question mark? You know, that's a good question. Anyway, uh, the card, whole... The whole it's it's just everything is a question mark with the line, with the Cardinals. So I'll take the Lions in the safe bet, Detroit. Then we have the Sunday night game at eight twenty with the Steelers and the Patriots. I think the Steelers are gonna kinda sneakily be good. They're gonna be sneaky good. They're not gonna I don't think they're gonna completely fall off the cliff after losing A B and Le'Veon Bell. Patriots, we already know what the Patriots are about. We know what this is about. They're gonna scheme for the. They're gonna scheme for the Steelers. They're gonna take away the best player, which in this case would be Juju Smith-Schuster. And can the Steelers adjust? That's pretty much what the question is, because you know Tom Brady is gonna drop back, first read throw, and they're gonna run the ball with three running backs. They're gonna run down your throat. It's not really much to. It's not that hard. Patriots, easy pick. Then on Monday night, we have a doubleheader. We have the Texans and Saints. Hmm. The Texans just traded one of their key defensive players for two outside linebackers. And their Saints are coming back roaring from a controversial NFC Championship loss. I'll take, I think the safe bet is the Saints, and I think I'll take the Saints. I got faith in Drew Brees. And how could you not have faith in Drew Brees? Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, uh, Cameron Jordan, what's, what's my man name? Marshawn Lattimore. They got guys on defense. They have the more complete team, and the Texans will run into a big problem protecting Deshaun Watson. And that's just with a regular team. But now you're talking about key pass rushers, like I just said, Cam Jordan. It's not going to turn out well. They need an offensive line or... They're going to get Andrew Lucked. Too soon? Ooh, sorry about that. Then we got the second to the doubleheader at 10-20. Who the fuck is going to be up for this game? I don't know because I'm damn sure not. Broncos and the Raiders. 
Broncos have a new look with Joe Flacco. Phillip Lindsay coming back for a second year. Then we have the Raiders, the real new look Raiders, with Derek Carr. And now A.B. A.B. will finally be playing. Unless there's another helmet issue. I don't know. I haven't been updated on that. I don't know what's going on. But uh, last thing I saw of Antonio Brown were bunions that make me very uncomfortable. And I really wish I hadn't seen them. But before we get all into Sunday games, there's one game on Thursday. And it's not the Super Bowl champions for some odd fucking reason. I still find that to be very odd. Uh, first game of the season, let's throw the best pass rusher and let's let him kill the best quarterback in the league. Perfect. Let's do it. So, 820, we have the Packers and the Bears. You already know what this podcast is about. This Packer fucking nation. Throw your setup. The Packers are going to win this game because blank. Mitchell Trubisky, he can't shoot with the big dogs. And that's okay. He's a very he's a very good scheme quarterback. And they have a very good defense. He has a good defense around him. But if you need him to shoot with some real shooters, it's not gonna happen, bro. I'm sorry. It's just not. If he has to play guys like Aaron Rodgers, no. Drew Brees, no. Pat Mahomes, no. You're not gonna beat these guys, bro, with tomato bisque. Sorry. And that is all of week one. Uh, Teams are making their final cuts. There have been some sudden trades. And I will be next week with my NFL escapades. So if for some odd reason you want to hear this again, you can tune in next week. Where I will have more for you. And this is Rash in the Morning, where I know not only do podcasts, I do well-thought-out novels. You can check those out on Amazon by searching Rashawn Riggins, or my two book titles, Storm Cry, book one, and Reign of the Fallen, book two. Anyway, it's been real. This is the NFL season. We are back in full effect. There ain't nobody better. Just come back next week. It's been real. We out.